Hey everyone, welcome to the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. It's Tuesday. We got a good one for you today. We're going to get caught up on all the latest NFT news from over the weekend and late last week. We'll take a look at the top 10 NFTs by sales volume last week. Who was up, who was down, and who in that 11 to 20 range could hop back into the top 10. We'll also take a look at a project that had its founder dox himself, uh, and it turned out to be an athlete. Uh, Definitely a fun story to talk about. We also saw General Motors dive into the NFT space. Was that a success or a failure? And we are once again seeing some big ENS domain name sales. We'll take a look at some of the top sales and what could be a for ENS. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. All right, everyone, as you heard me say, this is the Roadmap Benzinga's NFT show. If you are here watching us live right now, 2 p.m. Eastern time on this Tuesday, give us a shout in the chat. Let us know where you are watching from. Uh, And also a shout out to everyone watching this video on the replay and also listening in on all major podcast platforms. Before we get started, want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, FTXUS, which is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily users. The FTX app is used by over 6 million people to buy crypto and NFTs. No transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer. And the FTXUS trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more and get started with your own FTX account, click on the link in the description below and also pin to the chat right now uh, and let FTX know that Benzinga sent you their way. Without further ado, I think it's time to bring on my co-host and, of course, the producer of this show, Alyssa. Alyssa, what's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm good, and I know that you're feeling better, which, uh, you know, is is definitely good news. Um, so so we're back. We're kicking on this fine Tuesday. We got, uh, we got some viewers here. We got Lord Byron and Kendra Duke in the chat. Uh, shouting out uh, Boston and Philadelphia um, as the cities that they are viewing from. So thank you guys for joining us in the live chat right now. Um, And anyone else out there, let us know where you are watching from and maybe get a quick shout out on today's show. Alyssa, it is Tuesday and uh, let's take a look back at last week. So one of the things we always like to do is look at who were the sales leaders last week in sales volume. This data coming from Crypto Slam. I do this article that usually gets published on Sunday or Monday, but of course with the holiday weekend, I believe it went today. So last week in sales volume, Board Ape Yacht Club, number one, 11.8 million, followed by Other Deed for Other Side, 8.9 million, Crypto Punk, 7.2 million, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, 5.6. Moonrunners, which is a newer collection. So Rare, Doodles, Wiz NFT, another new collection. Clone X and Moonbirds. So Alyssa, let's start with the, the top 10. I mean, the thing that jumps out the most to me is really just the, the low numbers, right? Board Ape Yacht Club at 11.8 million was the only collection over 10 million for the week. Uh, what else jumps out to you here in this uh, top 10? Um, Honestly, nothing. I'm pretty sure like last week we talked about how like Moonbirds and Doodles and Bored Ape were probably going to be up in the same, the list again, you know? Yeah. Um, And then having the new projects, it's not really surprising because that usually happens. 
new project comes out and it's there. Yeah, I mean, Alyssa, you're you're spot on. Clonex and Moonbirds were, I believe, 11th and 12th last week, and they both jumped back into the top 10 in that 9 and 10 spot. Um, You can see them, you know, having some positive momentum there. Doodles fell a little bit, right, down 46%, but of course it had that huge week last week as one of the, uh, you know, I would say winners of NFT NYC. Um, but look at uh, other deed for other side there, um, up 32.7%, 8.9 million. Um, that was one of the uh, the larger increases. And that, of course, is related to what we talked about on last week's show, that uh, Yuga Labs did make an announcement that they will start um, some of that gameplay on july uh 16th or 17th i can't remember the date now um but that was big news and it definitely got people excited i think some people started oh 16th there we go um so i think some people you know are excited about the the other deed here um i mean Alyssa, is that what you think is just the the momentum from that tweet carried it through on the week yeah probably and um all the other news following you right now I think a lot of eyes are on Board Ape, like more than usual. Yeah, I think definitely. Uh, Here's another fun stat to to point out here, Alyssa. I happened to, when I was doing my top 10 list, to to take a look because I knew it was coming soon. We're not quite there yet, but Other Deed is nearing the $1 billion milestone. Uh, it looks like they are at $987 million. So if they keep doing around $10 million a week, it looks like we're about two weeks away, Alyssa, from having another collection in the $1 billion. And uh, for those listeners and viewers who don't remember, we recently talked about NBA Top Shot passing the $1 billion mark. They were the sixth collection ever to hit that milestone. So Axie Infinity... Board Ape Yacht Club, Crypto Punks, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, Art Blocks, NBA Top Shot are the six in there. Alyssa, Yuga Labs could have three. I mean, could. They will, right? It's a matter of time. They're going to have three collections hit that $1 billion milestone with Board Ape Yacht Club, Mutant Ape Yacht Club, and now Other Deed for Other Side. I mean, th- at-, at this point, like, they're unstoppable. Like, even, you know, these these lawsuits and these court cases like nothing can really seem to to slow yuga down here right yeah no they're not slowing down (laughs) at all (laughs) yeah and you can see there the floor 2.7 i mean i remember when this was dipping closer to uh two um i don't think we're gonna see two um anytime soon you can see the sales momentum going there um i'm curious to see this gameplay footage though right i mean i think they took their time I would anticipate this game to be well-received. They're going to slow roll it out, right? Only a certain number of people can play in each uh, level, um, I believe. And, I mean, I think it's just exciting. And, yeah, you can see a coda there. Like, the codas, there's such mystery around them still, Alyssa. Like, what do the codas do? Are the codas going to be separate NFTs someday? Are they going to be, you know, a new IP? Are they just on the land how do they interact in the game? Like, uh, what do you what do you think of the codas? They're interesting. I mean, they're. I think they're going to just be a part of the land since that's how you get them, a part of the land. I just don't know the mechanics behind the coda, and I'm really interested to see how it works out. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, Alyssa, outside of the top 10, um, you know, we did have a couple Solana projects, Primate Academy, DGen, DGen, and Cope Town. So three of the top 20 on Solana. And then NBA Top Shot up 50%, ranking 16th. I believe last week uh, I said something similar where NBA Top Shot was up and was, you know, 18th or 17th. And they just seem to slowly be moving back up. Um I th- I think a lot of that has to do with the lower sales volume because NBA Top Shot with their marketplace, they're always going to have sales, right? Because people are buying and selling their favorite teams, favorite players. And as we get closer to the NBA season, we're in summer league right now. So some of these, you know, younger players 
maybe their moments are being scooped up, but uh, I expect NBA Top Shot to maybe make a run for that top 10 once again. Uh, anything else to talk about here? Top 10, top 20, Alyssa? Mm-mm. Actually, hold on. I wanted to look at Moon Runners. Oh, yes. Moon, Moon Runners was uh, uh, a newbie this week. And uh, this is an a interesting one. I actually didn't hear much about this um, to start out with. But the, uh, you can go ahead and take a look at the uh, font there, Alyssa. And also mm. the fact that there is no Discord, no roadmap, right? We have seen this story play itself out a couple times. So I think the big thing here would be, you know, is this one going to keep the momentum going or will it be one of those other ones like uh, um, we are all going to die, right? That kind of faded away from the the top 10. But I, I kind of like the, the artwork um, and it seems <laughs> like this was a free mint and they do have some goblin holders, some board ape holders um, among their holders. So uh, a decent start to the project here. What do, what do you think of Moonrunners? Interesting. <laughs> um, if, I mean, it's the it's a free mint thing with the font. I mean, it, it's like a new genre of NFTs. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we're at point two six, so we haven't, you know, completely gone, you know, uh, a rocket ship, um, you know, over the the one ETH level here. So, uh, you know, I, I I'd be curious here, but it looks like. It looks like if you, I mean, look at that chart with the volume. I mean, yeah. volume's already starting to to slow down a little bit. Um, so I'd be curious to see, you know, if I, I don't think this one will be in the top 10 next week. Nope. Um, I think this was a one time, but uh, it does bring some hope that some of these uh, free mints, if we do them, you know, one a week or every other week, maybe we can get some new projects going versus, you know, 20 free mints a, a day um, where Man. we were at just ago. I think one a week would be a bit much, but you think one a week it, is still it, too much. It reminds me of like back when this all started, when there was like a mint every other day or every day, yeah. and a lot of those projects are just gone. Yeah. Though, actually, having a maybe a, maybe once a week would be okay because like that brings more eyes to the the market. <laughs> yeah. And and we could definitely uh, use that. All right. Well, that was our <laughs> top ten and top twenty. Um, Alyssa, let's turn to the the next news item here, and maybe you can get this video playing um, in the background. So uh, we we talked about this um, at NFT NYC, right? Timbaland, a uh, Grammy award winning producer and musician, um, he owns a board ape. Um, that he recently named Congo, and he uh, did a video for a song called Has a Meaning, which he actually debuted um, at NFT NYC at ApeFest, and now he has released it. There is also um, some commitment as part of the project. Um, but, you know, again, another use of using the Bored Ape that a musician owns as part of their music video. This is similar to uh, Snoop Dogg and Eminem, right? That just recently did their song. Um, but this is Board Ape number 590. And uh, Alyssa, since I know you love video games, I think you'll be excited to hear that Timbaland used Unreal Engine to bring his Ooh. music video featuring a board ape to life. So Unreal Engine, of course, uh, for those who don't know, is owned by Epic Games, a video game company uh, that has Tencent Holdings and Sony as its investors, um, of course, uh, behind Fortnite and several other games. But uh, yeah, so we got two different board apes being used in this. We got Congo, we got Pinky. Um but I mean, he, so Timbaland was used for both characters, Alyssa, and he sat, you know, and he stood and he did the motion capture, you know, picture like the green screen they do for movies with like all the balls on him and stuff moving around. So like, I mean, he, he did this, right? It wasn't just like someone took his ape and, you know, went and animated it. Like this is his, his actual movements captured and stuff. And What's really cool here, you'll see in the background. So right there, Bill Gates up on that billboard. And what it is, is uh, 
Bill Gates in the background saying uh, that NFTs are 100% based on greater fool theory. So that was a famous quote that Bill Gates said. Alyssa, what do you think of Timbaland <laughs> taking a little shot at Bill Gates here in this music video and putting him uh, up in the background uh, calling out NFTs? Fun music. Stop hating on us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like if you want to, if you want to call us out, I'll call you right back out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I respect that. I think that's sweet. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just like this music video uh, again, similar to the Snoop and Eminem one, right. Good use of their apes that they own. Uh, Alyssa, the other thing I want to point out here is this ape number five, nine, zero amongst the traits, you can see it there. Hip hop clothes which is in 0.5% of apes. That is one of the traits of Eminem's ape as well. So Alyssa, is that like an unsung trait that maybe some of these musicians are going to naturally be drawn to and want to use? I mean, have we been sleeping on this hip hop clothes trait all along when people are worried about like fur color and other items when maybe they should be worried about hip-hop clothes for musicians like i i mean i guess i missed it as well yeah yeah i guess yeah um i guess it just makes sense that they want the hip-hop clothes you know um but yeah there's there's obviously a market for the (laughs) hip-hop if there's gonna be more people like eminem popping in yeah so i mean more people that's that's a great segue here Alyssa. so i mean we already know that there's a ton of musicians who own board apes, right? And some of them uh, played at Ape Fest, uh, Lil Baby. Um, we also have Madonna. We have uh, Justin Bieber. We have Post Malone. So Post Malone, I remember writing about because his ape came from uh, a MoonPay partnership. So in one of his music videos, he didn't have his board ape like animated in the video. But he had his phone out, right? And it showed yeah. the bored ape. Like, and that was one of the first times that a bored ape was like in a music video as an image. But do you think that Post Malone comes up with uh, something like this? You think Madonna, you think Bieber, you think now people are going to copy this? You think uh, maybe they try to stay away and just let, you know, the people who have already done it run with it? Like, how do you play this if you're a musician who owns a bored ape now? I think it depends, because um, Post Malone was gifted that board ape, right? So yeah. he might have some kind of contract with it, um, and I don't know if he can, what he can do with it, <laughs> and if he wants to do anything with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but others who bought the board ape, yeah, they they could um, <laughs> move forward. It really yeah. just depends. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're going to see more. I also feel like, I mean, maybe we start to see some apes licensed out. But, I mean, I guess in the same, right, if you're a musician and you want an ape in a video, you'd probably just end up buying one, right? Instead mm-hmm. of, like, trying to to license one. Um, so, I mean, maybe we see some more apes scooped up by celebrities. Maybe some have already happened that we don't know about. Um, I mean... We mentioned MoonPay, right? MoonPay does still own some board apes in its wallet that have not gone to people yet. So, I mean... It's possible because, like, the Timbaland video, the Eminem Snoop Dogg video, it might be seen by the others. And they are like, oh, that's what's going on right now. I should hop on this right now. So they could end up buying an ape or some other project and make a music video on it, like, a doodle or something. I imagine a, d- a doodle. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I, I can see that. I can, I can see, see it. It depends. I, <laughs> you know what I want to see? I mean, I, I'm partial, but I want to see a music video with cool cats, right? Like, yeah. let's get a couple cool cats going. Um, I mean, I I think yeah, the the Ooh. opportunity here is is numerous. For, you know, for I want to see these collections. What? Yeah, yeah I want to see um, like a gamer take an NFT and like instead of showing their face, they, like, rig it so it's the NFT moving. I want to see that on, like, a gaming stream, like, one of the popular ones. There we go. That Yeah, that's that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe we will see that. Or maybe it's been done and we just don't know it. But, maybe. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's still a lot of opportunities here. And, I mean, 
if nothing less, I think Snoop Dogg, Eminem, and Timbaland here all brought more awareness to what you can do with a board ape if you own it, right? If you yeah. own it, you can use it however you want. And if that's in a music video, if it's opening an ice cream shop like mm -hmm. Snoop Dogg, so be it. I mean, that's your right and you can do it. So uh, Timbaland getting into the ape music video game here with the song has a meaning. Um, if you have not been able to check it out, I do have an article out on the Benzinga site that uh, tells all about that. Um, Alyssa, we talk a lot about um, big brands getting into the NFT space, right? And part of that goes back to some interviews with uh, Vayner NFT, right? Vayner, of course, brought uh, Pepsi, brought um, Budweiser, and, and brought some of these other brands into the NFT space. We're seeing more, uh, you know, food and beverage brands get involved, but uh, we're also seeing some automotive companies get involved. I mean, we talked about FTX doing the Formula One NFTs, right? Where you could actually own a piece of a car that raced. Well, there was a recent auction um, for a Chevrolet Corvette. Um, this was the first NFT auction by General Motors. This was done on Super Rare, and this was called um, Own the Color. You can see there on the screen, that color is minted green, not to be confused with mint green, minted green, uh, of course, coinciding with mint being an NFT term. So whoever uh, won this auction was going to get the one-of-one one NFT, and they were also going to get a physical Corvette. So the Corvette in this picture shows up to your house a couple months after you win, and it is the only one that will ever be done in that color. Well, what General Motors and Super Rare did was they started the auction at 206 ETH as the opening bid which was around 238,000. Alyssa, I won't make you guess because we already talked about this, but uh, no bids came in at 208 ETH. So this auction did not actually sell. Um, what, what do you think went wrong here, Alyssa? I mean, uh, this is General Motors. This is a Corvette. You get a physical copy. Why did no one buy this NFT? How long was this like advertised? Five days. Five so, days it was the auction was out and I didn't see a lot of press on it. To, to yeah. That okay. Part. That's their first problem. <laughs> okay. Um, yep, one. The market's not as hot. So people aren't going to see it, you know, um, another one. How, what was like the starting bid? 208 East, $238,000, 206 East, 238,000. Yeah, no, don't do that. <laughs> I know it's like that you get a car, a physical car, but like it would have been even cooler and it would make like shine them in like such a nice light if they like did like a start at zero, you guys work this up kind of auction and it would actually work, you know? Yeah. Well, and then you get like bidding wars, right? Like you get yeah. people bidding against each other. Like to me, if I'm General Motors, like I would much rather sell this for a hundred ETH. Let's say that was the winning bid. And let's say the car actually costs 100 ETH to make, right? And you don't make any money, whatever. You, you still had a winning auction. You had a good NFT project, right? The second you put a minimum bid on there, I just think you, you're setting yourself up for disaster, right? Mm -hmm. Because the the one positive is, okay, it goes for over that amount, right? That's That's the only way you win. But you can still lose because it might not get to that amount. And and then, I mean, as articles are starting to pop up, like GM failed at their first NFT auction. <laughs> like that's not something you want to be known for, right? So unless if you scroll down a little bit on that page. So now that the auction has closed, people started putting in like random bids. And I guess it lets you. Um <laughs> 6.9 ETH is currently the high bid. Again, that doesn't mean that they're going to get it. Um, but uh, I feel like people now are just trolling. And yeah, no, they are. And bids. Like there was a, yeah, 4 ETH, 2 ETH. Someone put in like 0.4 or something the first day. Um, I mean, like I, 
I don't I don't want to shit on GM too much. I don't want to on super rare, but I just really feel like this was just set up for disaster from the start, right? And this is mm-hmm. why, like when I talked to Avery from Vayner NFT, right? And one of my questions was, why should big companies partner or use Vayner NFT to get into the space, right? Versus going in alone. And the answer is the experience, the knowledge, the market data, knowing, being able to get it in front of people. None of those things happened in this case. And I I just don't like a story like this, Alyssa, because I feel like it sets the market back. I mean, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people in the NFT community who don't want the big brands to come in, right? And they're happy about this. They're like, okay, there's another one that won't come in. But like to me, as someone who follows the market, I want to see the big brands get in because that brings more people into the space. It brings uh, more, you know, uh, validity to the NFT market. I mean, what do you think of that, Alyssa? Like, is this uh, is this a positive and negative? Like, what is this for the overall NFT market? It um, sure it brings like some eyes, but like in the end, it's a negative because no one bid for it. So now that news is out, so people will probably read and be like, "Oh, NFTs aren't that cool right now. Like, no one's bidding for this. Pretty cool. Like, this is pretty cool art." And you get yeah. a car, you know? <laughs> you get the car. And I mean, I kind of like that color. Like, I mean, it's I feel color. like. And, and to say that you're the only one that has a car with that color. Like, I am a little surprised that, like, there weren't more eyes on this. But again, that price just, I think just, like, people didn't even pay attention to it. Like, um, I do see a comment from Lord Byron in the chat. Hot Wheels NFTs. And they are on Wax. So Wax blockchain is actually one of the largest NFT blockchains out there. It just doesn't get as much press as some of these others. Um, Alyssa, I know we had on one of our other shows, um, Web3 Anarchy with Justin. He had someone from Wax on Mm -hmm. talking about the gaming side, right, of what Wax is building. I know from doing articles that Wax has done these Hot Wheels NFTs. They also were one of Funko's partners on their first NFTs. The thing I like about this is the the physical aspect too, right? So, so Lord Byron, you get these Hot Wheels NFTs, but if you get certain rarity levels, you actually get the physical Hot Wheels uh, car like sent to your house or you can claim it, right? And that's kind of what they did with the Funko collection too. Um this is an area where I, I think uh, we definitely can see so, some big brands get into, right? Doing these physical and digital hybrid. Um, Alyssa, what do you think? Like Hot Wheels. I mean, my kids my kids love Hot Wheels. Uh, and obviously they know about NFTs. I mean, I feel like I should be uh, paying attention to Hot Wheels NFTs here. I think Lord Byron said it too, like looking yep. at them for the, the kids. It, it, that's, that's, my, that's what I'm going to focus on, like kids. Hot Wheels. I mean, and then there's I think, some adults who <laughs> have their collections, but it's mainly for the kids. <laughs> Got to get yeah. that young generation so they can grow up with it and see what happens, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I just like, and I think, yeah, so it says open packs at the bottom. So yeah, I think they do like pack style, similar to like NBA Top Shot and some of these others, right? Where you like buy a pack, you don't know what rarity you're getting. And to me, that's, you know, as a kid, like opening trading cards, opening Pokemon cards, like that was part of the excitement, right? Was to be able to open it. And yeah, sometimes you got all commons, but sometimes you got those rare ones. And like, that's what NFTs are are kind of about. And yeah, yeah, that's, that's spot on, right? Um. I mean, but, you know, as we just said, right, Alyssa, like this is one of those like maybe starter ones. So instead of buying my kids a cool cat or, you know, something more expensive, maybe they get some Hot Wheels NFTs, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. they have an online digital collection of Hot Wheels and then, you know, maybe they have some physical ones too. So definitely uh, something. So Lord Byron, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, Maybe we'll take a deeper dive into Hot Wheels and maybe Wax overall. Um, on a future episode, because I definitely think some of these lower priced um, NFTs are definitely worth uh, covering. Um, you know, hold on, hold on. It'd be cool, though, for Hot Wheels to put more utility to the NFT, like maybe make a C-list game, <laughs> a racing oh, game with yeah. the Hot Wheels. 
Yeah, definitely. They could do that. They could definitely do that. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, so that was our Corvette and GM, and then also uh, Hot Wheels a little bit. Uh, Alyssa, how about um, ENS? So ENS is Ethereum Name Service. Now, this is something we've talked about on several shows. Um, I know on Moon or Bus, they've also covered it. Uh, ENS, the most popular, is the .eth name. So if you've been on Twitter... Um, Of course, a lot of founders of popular NFT projects, a lot of NFT collectors, uh, sometimes their Twitter name will end in .eth, right? So you have to pay for that. It's similar to a website where you pay for it. With Ethereum name service, you actually have to pay each year an annual fee to renew. But we got um, news over the weekend that the second largest sale of an ENS in US dollars happened. So the ENS for 000.eth sold for 300 ETH, which is around $320,000. The previous high, October 2021, when the ENS Paradigm.eth sold for 420 ETH, which was around one5 million dollars. I, I mean, those are some some big numbers here. Alyssa, I did find an article from May that broke down the top ENS sales of all time. Of course, Paradigm, 420 ETH. But after that, the next highest was 75 ETH for Wallet.eth and Deepak.eth, followed by Crypto um, at 60 Art Dow at 59, uh, the numbers 555 for 55.5, uh, a lot of fives there. Google.eth, uh, Apple.eth, Ukraine.eth, um, and, and so on uh, among the top sales. I mean, so Alyssa, the previous top two, 420 ETH, 75 ETH, and now we randomly get a 300 ETH sale. That That seems like a huge, huge deal here. Zero 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 dot east. What do you think? Yeah, this um. Hmm. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> For zero yeah, zero dot east. Yeah, know. and we 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 talked about this before, right? That these three number um ENS domains were getting scooped up, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's only so many three digit numbers, and like you can use this as your identity. You can use it as your wallet. So instead of having to tell people your wallet is 0x whatever, you can tell them at 000.eth and boom, like that's it. They can transfer you money. They can transfer you assets. So it, it becomes like an ease of ease of use, a, uh, you know, a future utility when uh, we start, you know, switching wallets over to maybe... ENS versus these long digit, I mean, you can see it on the screen there, right? The register 0x, B, 3, like I already, I I can't even, after that point, I've got to make sure I type every digit correctly or copy and paste so it doesn't go to the wrong address. Uh, What do you think of ENS here, Alyssa? It's cool. Um, Also, zero is a cool number and three digits is even better, you know? Um, it's your identity having an ENS domain, you know, like you can see it on Twitter. Like you said, lots of people with their .eth names. Um, and Hey, if you have a good one, people might offer, (laughs) offer to buy it off of you. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say like, it's, they're doing this, like people are buying up or thinking up of names and buying the ENS domain of it. Like how they did with .com. They, come up with like biden.eth or something like that or a hey, big... joe biden.eth i believe is uh still owned by our buddy franklin actually uh so... <laughs> hey well maybe franklin will like cash out on that uh, on top i of think like, he had oh. i think he actually said this weekend he was listing it for uh 420 eth if i, uh, <laughs> if, I if i remember correctly shout out franklin uh um, oh boy for that wonderful uh so Alyssa, back to your point of like picking out the these names. So uh, some of the top sales over the last 30 days were numbers, right? So like 8888.eth, 3333.eth, but also some names. 
david.eth for 36,000, jim.eth for 27,000. So the numbers so far have still been more valuable and more coveted, right? With the exception of that top sale paradigm. Um, Alyssa, I'm assuming, I mean, I don't want to break it on here, but I'm assuming someone already scooped up Alyssa.eth. Yep. Uh, I'm assuming someone probably already scooped up like whatever your favorite three numbers or four numbers together are. But money aside, if you could go back in time, would you rather own Alyssa.eth or would you rather own like a three-digit, four-digit, maybe some numbers that are specific or special to you? Word or numbers? Numbers. Numbers, yeah. No, I'm thinking like like resale value. I don't think people are going to spend yeah. an arm and a leg for Alyssa.eth, but they will for zero, 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 or like, I don't know. I'm not going to spout random numbers because they could be linked to something weird <laughs> that yeah, I don't know yeah. of. We'll, we'll, end up, we'll end up, yeah, getting in trouble or something here. <laughs> um, so I don't even remember what numbers I own anymore. I scooped up some five-digit numbers um, when this craze started happening, right? I missed out on three-digit. I missed out on four-digit. I got some five-digit numbers, and they are pretty random. I actually think <laughs> some of them ended up being some zip codes in Michigan because that's actually how I started looking. Um, was just typing in like random zip codes and trying to find um, ones that weren't already taken. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I guess back to that point of resale value, like, you know, so I, I mentioned, you know, Apple, Google, um, we mentioned Joe Biden, right? So like, what's the better play? Is it to get company names? Is it to get numbers that there's only so many available? Is it to get people's names, right? So like, I, I feel like we just talked about some new celebrities getting into the NFT space. Like I think Anthony Hopkins, an actor just recently was like, hey, everyone, tell me what NFTs I should buy. And right away, someone commented, hey, I own anthonyhopkins.eth and I'll sell it to you or I'll, uh, they might've said they were going to gift it to them. But like, what's what's the best play here? Numbers, names, or companies? Like if, if you had to pick. Uh, doing names is a gamble because you don't know yeah. if that person's going to hop Very in. Very specific. <laughs> Very, yeah. So if you did, you'd be super lucky if you got that. <laughs> um, yeah. The numbers, they're more flexible because like the three numbers exist. Okay, if you have 420, yeah, that one's that one's going. And 69 and 000 and any three digit numbers really. And then like I think numbers like paradigm and GM, good morning. Maybe those yeah. think of the lingo. Uh I don't know, game. Oh, like maybe gaming companies too. Or like things in that I don't know. You really have to think about it. And it's like a gamble, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like that's like, it, it's very spot on. I, I like that. Um, I, I mean, I feel like if you're not going specific name and you're just going like first name, they're all going to be taken already. But like, had you have gotten, you know, like, like I said, David, um, John, Jim, like Ashley, like think of like the most common names. If you would have been able to scoop up one mm -hmm. of those, you do have a bigger pool of people interested in buying it, right? Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, buying Anthony Hopkins, uh, .eth, you, you either sell it to him, you give it to him, or you end up trying to run a Anthony Hopkins related business. Yeah, like, um, I don't know. If you're sitting down and you're like, I know Seth Green's going to get it, Nape. I'm going to get his name. <laughs> How are yeah. you gonna know? <laughs> um, I mean, speak, speaking of ape, that's another play I started seeing people do. Right, is like uh, um, B A Y C G M whatever, or like uh, oh. board apes. Board apes are gonna make it. E stuff like that, right? Where you combine like NFT lingo and a project. But again, I mean. I, th I think it's safe to assume that bored apes are going to be around for a while, but like if you start going after specific projects, you know, what happens if that project ends up, you know, not, not making it. Uh, yeah. The other play here is that there's subdomains, right? So like if you get like a number, like let's say you got 111.eth, 
any NFT collection that has at least 111 NFTs is going to have a number 111. So like you could eventually sell to the person who owns board ape 111, board ape.111.east. Like you get to license out some of those subdomains. So like, that's another angle I started looking at. I don't want to give away all my secrets <laughs> um, here on stream to make myself rich someday. But uh, there, there's so much with ENS. And the nice thing right now, Alyssa, with uh, gas being so low, um, is really they're pretty cheap. It's like five to 20 bucks to like, get one of these ENS. Um, okay. Are, are you, it's available. Look at it. See? Ooh. Yeah, 12. 12.85. See? Wow. And, and so you get it for, for a year, right? Um, so like that's the other the other play <laughs> I saw, Alyssa, is like people who don't renew their ENS. Oh, yeah. So like I saw, I saw some where like someone scooped them up because they didn't get renewed and they were literally just like sitting on them. So like, look at Alyssa. Okay, twenty thirty two. See this person like locked it up. Yeah. So yeah. But like, I mean, Re remind me. You can, you can get reminded in twenty thirty two when it's available. So assuming they don't. So you know, it it is a good play. Like if you're super early and you can get them for like really cheap, like grabbing a bunch of names because there will probably be an influencer out there with that name. I don't yeah. know. Like they don't want to dox themselves though, so that's my problem. Like, eh, I don't know. A lot of people don't use their real names, but they might get it anyways. Like for their, themselves, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to to answer Lord Byron's question, how bullish are you on the price of the ENS token itself? I like the ENS token to me. I feel like dropped so much because everyone got airdropped that, and and then the the strategy was to to sell it right and, and to lock in that money. Um, Look at that. So I, I don't know. Uh, uh, there you go. You better watch out before someone watch and ends up uh, uh, getting, getting who, who wants my name? <laughs> who wants my name? And then they'll try to sell it to you. Um, uh -oh. I mean, pe people, people do. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah. um, ENS the token, like, I don't know how bullish I am long term. I just think ENS just in general, like, th this is a play because companies are going to want a Web3 presence. Um, and, and like, if you're Starbucks, like they're on screen, right. You don't want to own like official Starbucks.eth, right. You want to own Starbucks.eth. Like mm -hmm. you want your name. Um, people already scoop these up. This is a lot different than web two where companies, you know, were trying to get their, their websites before, you know, stuff happened. Like the, this is a big market and there is an endless possibility of numbers, names, companies that people can buy. And like I said, I mean, it, it's like, it's kind of like a $11 or $12 lotto ticket in some cases. Right. Which yeah. again, if you don't have the money, don't just buy these for, for shits and giggles. But like, if you're lucky enough, investments. if you're lucky enough and there's like apple.eth available, it's just like the .com thing. Like if you get a good .com, domain someone's gonna want you can sell that thing for a lot of money yeah. or when companies announce a new project i mean oh, yeah. uh, imagine years ago right when apple announced that they were doing the iphone like let's assume that apple was smart enough to buy iphone.com right oh, yeah, but what yeah. if they didn't as soon as that presentation come came out someone went to GoDaddy or wherever and mm -hmm. searched iphone.com to see if someone owned it and if they didn't they bought it yeah. Because you can literally run a business because when people type iPhone into Google, your site's going to come up towards the top because iPhone is in the website name. Like the, this is a market that years from now, I think a lot of people will look back and say, I wish I would have grabbed some of these ENS um, at, at those low prices. So not financial advice, but Alyssa, like I keep looking... I mean, I'll have an idea, like it'll come to me like at night, uh, something about like a celebrity or a company. And I'll be like, oh, I wonder if .eth is available. And I'll go look. And I'm it imagining. Never, it never is, but you're imagining I'm, this now. Like yeah. you're like sleeping. And you just wake up like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you go buy it again. <laughs> <laughs> Buying in my sleep, these different domains. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it is, I, I think, a, a strategy for, for some people here. And like I said, uh, relatively cheaper costs um but we could spend forever talking about ens um we'll come back to that one a different day but Alyssa, let's talk about this fun story um 
I really like it because I, of course, am a uh, fan of NFTs. I'm also a fan of professional sports with hockey being uh, my favorite sport. Um, it was recently announced that Bubblegum Kids, which this is one that we talked about months ago on this show, Alyssa. Um, I, I actually owned a couple, right? I, I minted them. That I liked the color. Um, I liked, you know, the, the bubblegum color matching the background color, the different like costumes they have and different stuff like that. I sold mine. I don't own any anymore. But it was announced that the founder of Bubblegum Kids, who was previously anonymous, doxed himself and is a professional hockey player, NHL forward Zach Hyman, who plays for the Edmonton Oilers. So he put out a video and said like, hey, I, I am the founder of Bubblegum Kids. Like, this is pretty insane. Um so he formerly played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Then he uh, played for the Oilers last year. He actually put up a career high, 27 goals, 54 points in 76 games. So he's not just some, you know, role player, bench player. Like this is one of the top players on the Oilers. And along with launching Bubblegum Kids, he also owns a Bored Ape. Um, with, of course, pink fur, which shouldn't come as a huge surprise if you've ever seen Bubblegum Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, Alyssa, what do you think of this? Like, this dude, he, he's got a decent following. He's a professional athlete. He could have doxxed himself and used that to sell this NFT collection. But instead, like, kind of let Bubblegum Kids act on its own with the artwork, the community... Do you like that approach or did he miss out on maybe establishing more of a a brand right away? No, I really like him staying anonymous this long because like it builds the project more, not just because he's in it, but the project, you know, I like that. (laughs) Yeah, I, I agree completely. Like we, we talk about celebrities all the time, right. And what a celebrity can do, right. A celebrity buying, you know, uh, an NFT, if they launch their own collection, right. The natural thing is for people to at least gravitate and look at it. Right. Because there's a celebrity big name involved Bubblegum kids. What drew me in was the artwork. And I saw a lot of people talking about it on Twitter, right. Which used to be a good indication that, um, you know, a project was going to do well at Mint if a lot of people were talking about it around Mint time, right? That, that's why I minted mine. I sold them. I made a profit. Um, I'm out now. You can see it there, 0.125. Check out the activity. I don't think I actually looked at this yet, Alyssa. Oh, yeah. So, oh, look at that. Is that when okay. he doxed himself? I'm going to guess that's when he doxed her. Actually, I think they put out an announcement a couple days before that said our founder will be doxing himself. So oh. they actually did the pre, right? Yeah. Yeah, because oh. uh, the town hall was on July 3rd or July 4th. Um, oh, Hold on. Is this a different town hall? Okay, so that'll be a different town hall then to talk about. Stuff. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, so yeah. there's another event coming. Go down, but yeah, go down, where's the go. video? Bubble gum. Bubble I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know they did like a, a like a pre. It might have just been like in the Discord where it was like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna announce who our founder is. Um yeah. but I mean this is a project I've followed for a while, and like the fact that now an NHL player is actually behind it, like it gets me excited. And it almost makes me want to take another look at it. I know they have a roadmap 2.0 out. Um, so that's going to be where I'm going to start, right, is to look at the roadmap 2.0. Hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I just, like, it just surprised. Yeah, Doc soon, June 26th. Okay, now, June 26th. Now, go back. No, no, is no, that's 28. It's 28. 28. Now, this go back. Look at on that. This was on the 26th. Okay. On. We got to go to the 28th. Well, I'm scrolling. 28. 27 <laughs> come on i don't know okay what well it looks like it looks like people knew that a doxing was coming i don't know if like anyone had an idea i don't know if this like broke in the discord first it like, must hey, have it's actually an athlete or like you know get ready so maybe there was more to it than that but uh 
I mean, again, what's the price? Like 0.125? Like this really yeah. isn't that expensive for a, I mean, now you can say it's a celebrity backed project. I want to say this. Um, I think it's really smart for a celebrity to do that. Cause like there's a lot of bad press on celebrities, yeah. like just hopping in because it's the new thing that everyone's following. So him doing this means he actually cares about the project and the, the NFT market or whatever, you know? Yeah, and it, it sounds like he was pretty active in the Discord, too. Like, he had an anonymous handle. I think it was, like, King something. And, like, so he, of course, was an NHL player, but he was posting as the founder. But it's not like he just disappeared from the collection either. Like, he's been running this. Um, I mean, in between nice. games and in between having a professional hockey <laughs> career, like, he's running this NFT collection. Like... Um, now, as you can see there, his official Twitter, um, he has yet to kind of share the news there or change his PFP. So there is another opportunity there. Um, I think he has like 50,000 followers, Alyssa, if, if I 50, remember right. 59. He's almost at 60. Yeah. So, nice. I mean, we're not talking a massive number, um, right? But again, like NHL of the four major sports is the, the least followed um you know as much as it pains me to say that but uh, <laughs> uh hockey what were you gonna ask Alyssa? uh do you think he will change his thing or post anything on his this profile you know i think he will i, I think, think he will but i also wonder why he hasn't done it yet now that he is doxxed um See, I don't know. Maybe, the other know. question is, will he be able to get some teammates and some other athletes like on board now? Or will they be able to publicly say, like, let's say his whole team knew he was behind Bubblegum Kids, right? So let's say, like, other Oilers players own some, but they remained anonymous too. Like, do some of them start coming forward now? And also you can see there he's involved with some uh, esports like, look yeah. at that account, 490,000 followers. Like, uh -huh. is there an opportunity to to bridge here with esports? He's got more followers on Instagram, and it says he's oh, the CEO of it. So he's if he's the CEO of this, he's that's a busy man. Busy man. He is. Man, we, Zach, Zach, we got to get you on to, to talk about NFTs and esports. Because, uh, yeah. man, yeah, CEO of those two. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot going on. I don't know how he finds time for, for all of this. Uh but uh, shout out to Zach. And I, I just love this story, right? Like mm -hmm. that he did this on his own. And I mean, like he could have launched this from the start, especially like during the season. I mean, Oilers fans alone, right? Would have bought into the NFT collection just knowing that he was yeah. behind it. But instead yeah. he he did it, you know, anonymously. Like, I just think there's there's more value there, I think. And I think we, we, we learned that. Yeah. I really like that. Other people like celebrities take note, take note. <laughs> yeah, take take note instead of some of these uh, rug pulls or uh, cash grabs. Um, all right, last topic I think here, uh, Alyssa. Uh, Punk's comic number three came out recently. Um, there, there's a couple things to to unfold with this. Um, so Punk's comic, of course, uh, uh, G Funk. He's a, a friend of the show. Um, we recently interviewed him. At VCon, um, there is the image for Punk's comic number three, Glitch in Time. It is sold out. Um, Alyssa, if you can scroll down here on this site, I want to talk a little bit about how they did this mint, um, minting phases right there. So instead of just doing like one wave, right, everyone who owns any Punk's asset can, you know, mint at this time, and then the public sale happens at this time. They tiered it, and it was based on what you owned. So, like, if you own a Punk's comic issue number one, you got, you know, first access. If you owned a full planet set, um, you got early access. Versus, you know, if you just own one planet or some of the lesser valued planets, right? I really like how they did this. And, again, you reward your loyal holders. You reward your early holders, I think that's what it's all about when these projects like add more collections, add more assets in. Alyssa, what do you think of that, of doing like the, the phased minting rollout here that they did? It it helps keep the um the value of the new releases. Yeah. 
I really like it. And then if you yeah. go back up a little bit, um, we skipped over here. Okay, so here, these assets. Um, so remember how we had uh, Beanie was involved mm -hmm. with Punk's comic, right, in Pixel Vault? So part yeah. of the agreement was that they bought Beanie out, right? So he's no longer affiliated. But he owned a ton of assets, right? So instead of those assets just going back to the, the founders, going into the, the DAO, they offered some of them in the mint. So if you minted a comic number three, you actually had a chance to get one of these like other assets. So like, imagine <laughs> that you, you try to mint a comic number three and you end up with a comic number one, or you end up with a meta hero, like legendary, like that is insane. And again, this team just, rewards its holders rewards people who mint like i just feel like it's another example of punks and pixel vault really giving back to to the community what do you think of that way of just kind of the random luck of the draw people minting to get some of those uh old beanie assets yeah that's really cool <laughs> um yeah <laughs> I'd, I'd be like look what i got guys Give yeah. me own this <laughs> that's mine yeah. right uh <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, um, Alyssa, I shared with you that uh, that tweet to um, here. So Chris Wall is the artist. Um, he formerly worked on Marvel and DC Comics. He is the artist of these punks comics. So what punks comics did was it took some crypto punks. So those old static, you know, like pixelated art, right? And it turned them into these great comic characters like you can see on screen there the huge difference right of bringing these characters to life there's beanie um like Alyssa, what like and i mean g funk is like a, a classic there of course too elvis yes. punksley like do you have any favorites looking at this list are there any that stand out where it's like wow like he really did a great job with like turning this punk into a comic character like it, I know it's hard to pick here, but like, is there are there any that stand out to you? Sergeant Wiggles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, the beanie one is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Frank Lopez. I think Frank Lopez stands out as as, as a favorite. I still think yeah. the G Funk the G Funk one is is yes. sweet, right? That that's like a given. I have to pull out other ones now. <laughs> <laughs> They're all good. I love when guards do this. They take like yeah pixels and turn it into this beautiful <laughs> like i just love this collage right of like yeah i mean being able so someone shared this on twitter and then like he shared it and said yeah it was so much fun uh interpreting these these characters and that's what they are now right is they used to be crypto punks they used to be just nfts now they have like stories like these are actual characters in a comic line with an origin with traits attributes uh characteristics like he brought them to life like that is just so amazing and again i mean my hat's off to the pixel vault and punks comic team like they truly have built something amazing here and i think this picture really speaks volumes on what they have built mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i um i think i mentioned that before like people when they see the picture they're their brains start the gears start going yeah. and then they can make like fan art as you'd say or their own like depiction of their art and create a whole story around it and you can make something like punk comic if it's possible yeah i still, I still really like um sergeant wiggles <laughs> yeah. that is cool i mean like the the gap there in the teeth like i think it's spot on um, I mean, also like, so like, look at that, the hat, it only had just like that yellow circle. And, yeah. Like, he was able to make, put the pixel vault, like logo on the hat instead. Like that is, that is sweet. Um, I mean the three, the 3d glasses there to the right on the futurist, right? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, we know that the 3d glasses is like one of the rarer traits of punks and look at what it became you know, on this, this comic character. Like this yeah. is, this is, it's just, it's really cool to see. Yeah, I think, I mean, the one we we really see a lot is, like, Courtney, and we used to see Beanie a ton. Yeah. G-Funk for obvious reasons. But I think Courtney, I see Courtney everywhere, actually. Courtney was on, yeah, Courtney's on a cover, right? Yeah. Yeah.
cool. I like I like it all. I like it all. I don't. I can't pick a favorite. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. All right. Well, Alyssa, I think that's going to do it for us today. I mean, we got through a lot of news and a lot of cool stories. Like, this is a fun story to talk about, right? The success of Punk's comics. The success of Bubblegum Kids was fun to talk about, right? So even if there's, you know, so-called failures, right, of like Corvette not getting uh, bids, there are still winning stories and fun stories to talk about in NFT land. So Despite being down, the price of Ethereum being down, a lot of the sales volume drying up, there is still positivity out there. And there are still collections that are really building and have that loyal community. So uh, that, that's where I'm looking and everyone to look as well. That is going to do it for us today. Un take care and be sure to stay tuned to Benzinga on YouTube for all things stock and crypto. And also subscribe to our Benzinga's YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter and all social media platforms. Until next time, take care.